You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Sisters. Happy Friday, TGIF. It's Mads. It's Mads. Hello. <laughs> Hello again. Oh, I missed you guys. I'm um, not going to lie. I'm feeling a little, a little razzled. Razzle dazzle. Razzle frazzled. That's what I, that's the word I'm looking for. That just reminded me of Miss Frizzle. Is that, was that her name? Okay. Now you understand like what this, this podcast is going to be like. This, this is going to be the vibe. Um, hi, how are you guys? You can say it out loud how you are. Uh, it's just me and you. It's you and me. It's my whole Guys, I'm still manifesting Taylor Swift tickets. Although I do not have tickets in my possession. That doesn't scare me at all. That doesn't worry me at all. I will be there. I will be present and breathing the same air as mom, mommy, <laughs> mom. Oh my God. Okay. This is going to be unhinged. Everyone just like buckle up. Okay. Today's episode, we're going to talk about things that I've made 
my personality trait. So these are things that I'm like so obsessed with, won't shut the fuck up about. You've probably heard them, but here is a condensed episode of all the things that make up my personality traits. And I've talked about them at nauseum, but I just want to list them all here. And I encourage you to do, to do the same. You know, I know it's a trend to be like, oh, she made like she made this her personality trait. But honestly, fuck it. If you like it, don't let anyone yuck your yum. That's what I always say. <laughs> okay, let's do a little let's do a little like weekend recap. So last time I chatted with you, I was in San Diego. I just got back today. I'm feeling um, I'm feeling a little, as I said, razzle dazzled because I had to drive back to LA this morning and I just feel like I haven't been able to catch up on the day. It's felt very rushed, which makes sense because I lost like three hours in the car, but I'm trying to shift my perspective, trying to, you know, still take care of myself, eat right, make good decisions about my health. I still went for my walk today. I'm about to do a little Pilates because those are non-negotiables. No matter how many hours in the day I have, I will always do those. And I just feel, I feel like even the things I like to do haven't felt fun. And I really, really want to shift that to, I have all the time in the world. I always get it done. It always works out. Hashtag lucky girl syndrome. It always works out for me because it has, you know, if you look back historically on your life, things have always fucking worked out and it's fantastic. Right? So it's kind of weird in the present when we future trip, future trip. Yeah. When we trip out about the future because the past has always worked out. It's always fit. It's always, even though in the moment it didn't feel like it was going to fit like a puzzle, it kind of, it, it kind of always did. You know what I mean? So why don't we remember that about the future? We freak out about the future, but we're like, wait, wait, remember, remember it like always works out for us. So let's adopt that mentality. Anyways, I've been trying to shift. Like if I find myself not wanting to do a certain task or feeling dread with the task at hand, I shift it to be like, oh my God, I get to do this. This is so amazing. Think of myself a couple years ago who she would have killed to be editing TikToks and recording a solo episode and doing all these incredible things, having calls with literally dream brands. She would have killed for that type of day. And it just becomes so normal to us and we self-sabotage. I'm sure you relate to this because you're a sensitive, intelligent woman who's in touch with her emotions. But yeah, we we got to be a little gentler. We got to be a little gentler. So today I, I was kind of like, oh, fuck, okay, let me do the TikTok. Let me do this. Okay, task, 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 like check, mark, check, check, check. And I just, it's weird because I feel like if I don't apply that type of urgency, then it feels like a little passive or it feels complacent, which I know we talked about that in the last episode about work, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to get myself out of that where it's like, no, if I take my time, that doesn't mean I'm lazy. If I take my time and go and go a little slower and actually enjoy the task at hand and actually like take a breath before shifting gears. No, that doesn't make me lazy fucking bitch. That makes me <laughs> a smart fucking bitch, right? Cause that's sustainable. That's the longevity you need in order to keep pumping. 
Is any of this resonating or making sense? Please say yes out loud right now. Thank you. All right. What I'm working on this week. Oh, I guess I didn't even do the weekend recap. I mean, it was just a lot of family time, a lot of baby LK time. That baby, like there is just no amount of happiness. I I can't even describe the level of happiness. My sister the other day said, imagine like how much you love LK. Now imagine how much you're going to love your own kid one day. And I I like don't even understand the depth of what that love could be because when I think of LK and I just smush her little face and cheeks against mine, there's no better drug. There's no better high in the entire world. And I hope everyone, every aunt listening knows exactly what I'm I'm talking about, you know, also any mom listening, but any aunt, there's a special bond. Me and me and LK we're we're tight. We're super close. So um, so yeah, Saturday we took her to Balboa Park, which is this uh, beautiful like museums and area in San Diego. It's like a big park and I hadn't been there anything since like high school. It's changed a lot, but it's still really nice. And Ben June met us there and he had never been there. So that was a really fun, fun, uh, fun little outing for us. And then Saturday night, me and Ben June went on a date night, which was really fun because usually when we're in San Diego, we typically just hang out with my dad and we go, you know, swimming or we just eat dinner at my dad's house, which is amazing. My dad's an amazing cook, but I never get to like explore San Diego and see it. You know, I grew up there, but it's so different now. So many amazing restaurants and places. And I just wanted to discover. So we went to this restaurant called Marisi in La Jolla. It was Fan fucking tastic, such incredible Italian food. And then we went to Little Italy to Vino Carta, which is this natural wine bar there. I used to go during the pandemic and get my natural wine from there. And so it was nice to see it as like an actual bar. It was really cool. So we got a glass of wine there. And then, yeah, it was just such a nice little night of us just exploring San Diego. Then we, uh, Sunday, what did we do Sunday? Oh my God. We woke up really early and I was like, let's go for a walk. Let's just go to the beach. Let's go for a walk. We went back to La Jolla and we went on this trail. We first picked up coffee from Java Earth Coffee. I had seen it all over TikTok, which is so funny that I'm on San Diego TikTok, even though I post so much about LA, but it was such great coffee. And then we walked to this trail called Coast Walk Trail. It's basically the whole La Jolla shores and cove and whatever, just like along the water. It's pretty touristy, but there's this part of the trail that starts like before it gets touristy. And I've never walked it in my entire life. And I was floored, like just sweeping ocean views. Oh my God. It was just like a super small trail. It felt like something in like Big Sur. I don't know. It was, oh, divine. Just the best day. It was kind of gloomy, but it was perfect. Like it wasn't too hot. It was like, we could still see the horizon. I had coffee and it would just, oh my God. It just, I wanted to capture that moment and that feeling of ease and peace. And it just reminded me that I need to do that more in LA. I feel like I say that anytime I go out to Malibu and take a walk, I'm like, why the fuck don't I do this more? I It's so accessible to me. So that was really special. And I really encourage you if you're either near a body of water or if you're near just a really beautiful trail, wake up early, get your favorite coffee from your coffee shop and then go on the trail. And again, 
<laughs> things that I've that have <laughs> I've made my personality trait, try walking for 30 minutes without headphones or your phone. And then after that, maybe you can walk, you know, listen to some nice music and podcasts. But the 30 minutes, coffee in hand, walking. I don't know, guys, like I've been transformed the past couple of weeks. Like yeah, you've you've seen it. It's I, I'm I'm transfixed by this new route, this new addition to my routine. So we did that and it was fantastic. Then we went back to my dad's or we picked up LK, which was so crazy. It was the first time I ever drove with LK, which was very scary. But we got her to my dad safe and sound. We fed her. We had her put down for a nap. My sister was getting getting her eyebrows done. So we kind of just like took her and babysat her for a little. Benjun is so sweet with LK. He's like obsessed with her. He has all these photos and videos on his phone that he just watches whenever he's sad. (laughs) Guys guys so cute so then we had a little memorial day party just for the family people came over we went in the pool for a little bit still kind of gloomy weather which was not fun but uh it was good to see everyone and have some food and then we watched the succession finale Woohoo, baby i mean by this time if you haven't watched it like i guess okay if you don't want it spoiled i mean there's not really much for me to even spoil but it wrapped up there was a twist at the end, of course. I was kind of mad at Shiv, but then also I was like, oh, wait, yeah, you probably did do the right thing. Like, you saved yourself, which, you know, they're all selfish, but, like, she needed to do what she did for herself, and that's fine. And the fact that Tom is literally the success, the succeeders, the succeeder, the succeeder, the, I'm going to get it, succession, succeeder. Oh, God. Oi, oi. The seceder. Okay. Tom is now the new person in charge is, is what is how this ended. If I, I was, that was not on my 2023 bingo card. Okay. Tom winning succession, but alas, here we are. So that was really fun to watch that. And then Monday I just worked a bunch and then went to my friend Caroline's house to play Rummy Cube with our friend Luke. And it was just a, great day drank natural wine and played rum cube i mean what else ate pizza what else what else do you, do you want so what i'm working on this week though it's a it's a combination of things i was listening to joe dispenza on jay shetty's podcast and i've listened to joe dispenza in the past and obviously i'm very familiar with his work a lot of what he says is similar to the rhetoric around lacey phillips and you know subconscious reprogramming establishing new beliefs monitoring your thoughts but i thought something that was really amazing. You know, Jay Shetty laid out this one example of, let's say your partner, you know, you get in a fight with your partner or you have something like a fire happen and then you have to go do a big presentation at work. Like, how do you not let that frustration seep in? Or like, how do you not feel like so shaken by that experience? And, and like, how do you then put on your best foot forward to like for this presentation or whatever? And Dr. Joe Dispenza said, you know, you know, you take, you remove yourself from the situation. You get really quiet with yourself. You do like a literal one minute, three minute meditation. And because the reason you're even asking that question is because you're letting forces outside of you control your emotions. You're letting that fight with your partner control your emotions. You're letting that whatever thing that you had to do for your kid control your emotions. And he is of the belief, and this is like his whole, you know, teachings is that 
you are in control of your emotions. You have full control over your thoughts, over your emotions. You can literally change them in an instant. And so he said, you know, go into a quiet space. You're doing a little meditation and you're ju- and you're you're literally feeling the emotion that you desire to feel. Yes, like you'll approach that situation at a later time, maybe at the end of the day when you're not in an altered state, when you're not in a state of fight or flight or of frustration. But you have to, in that moment, you your only priority is to get yourself out of fight or flight, to get yourself out of that altered state and back into a restorative, parasympathetic nervous system so that you can operate at your optimal you know, efficiency, right? You can like be just a normal person. So that was really amazing because I've heard that time and time again, but it just kind of clicked clicked for me where I was like, whoa, you know, think about any time that you have felt at mercy of someone else's, at someone else's situation, right? Like, or something happens to you, but you're letting that external thing control your emotions. It happens all the time, right? It happens, probably fucking happened to you today, Right you are affected because again, you're a sympathetic, intelligent woman. So you're going to be affected by things around you. But it was so liberating to be like, oh wait, I literally have the power within me to change that emotion. And it's not that, it doesn't mean that I don't care about the fight that I had with my partner or that I'm indifferent or that I'm whatever. No, it just means that I have something right now that I'm trying to get myself back to a space of regular, regulatory nervous system. And I can choose to feel a different emotion at this time. That's like fucking magic. That's superpowers, right? Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. 
Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. So I've been, that's what I've been working on. Every moment, moment to moment, the monitoring, the self-maintenance, the self-monitoring of the thoughts, all thoughts are being monitored, right? I'm like, I'm just done talking negatively to myself. I'm fucking done. You should be done with it too. Like it's done. We're done. Enough. Enough. You know that negative thoughts then turn into beliefs, then turn into action. So if you keep fucking telling yourself that you're unworthy, then that's what the reality that you're going to put in the world. That's the reality you're going to live is that you're unworthy. Do you want that? No, of course not. No one would ever want to feel unworthy. (laughs) Like you wouldn't choose that. So stop telling yourself that you are unworthy. I'm, I'm like done with this negative talk. There is so much science and so much evidence that the way we talk to ourselves directly correlates with the way we are in the world, the way we show up. So, hey, why the fuck don't you just tell yourself you're so worthy? You're deserving of this. You are loved. You are enough. You're doing the fucking best you can. Hey. Go a little slower. Hey, take a breath. Hey, calm. let's just, let's calm our nervous system down for a second before we move on, before we rush into the next thing. How does that feel? Like, why I give you permission to talk to yourself that way today? Just try it. Like, you're going to sound dumb and you're going to think you sound dumb. I don't care. Like, I, I'm done. Like, I'm done talking badly to ourselves. Like, we don't, enough. Because then we're going to start acting like an unworthy, unlovable person. And you're not that, right? You know, deep down that you're not that. So let's like stop. Let's stop that repetition and stop those repetitive thoughts because those repetitive thoughts and those affirmations, no matter, you know, affirmations can be negative as well. And you're literally, and I'm saying this to myself too, you're literally putting negative affirmations into your subconscious. So like enough of that. Wow. That was a 
That was a, whoa, that was a 17-minute tangent. <laughs> oh, gosh. Before I got on the mic, I was like, all right, Mads, let's do a quickie here because, like, I have shit to do. Uh, of course, no no quick. I'm incapable of quickies. LOL. Okay, let's get into things that I've made my personality trait. I mentioned it already a couple times, natural wine. I first got into natural wine during the pandemic. It was actually Ben June that introduced me to natural wine. And he was really into supporting small businesses and like learning about wine. And it was kind of this like cool hobby that both of us started doing. He doesn't really drink as much anymore. So now I'm, I've like become, I've taken on the, the hobby full force. There is something about natural wine, the community, the way that it's grown and harvested and uh, the the local winemakers and the they they come from more. It feels like so much more localized and small, small businesses. And there's all these amazing stories behind each of these natural wines. And you look at the wines that you might, you know, even if you looked at like nicer wines that aren't natural, there's not this like beautiful stories behind them. And I don't know. I just, I really connect to the people behind the natural wine makers, if that, if that makes sense. And usually any restaurant that has natural wine is one that I trust. (laughs) So, and it's actually a big indicator of people always ask me like, how do I plan for trips or how to like know where to go for like the cool spots. And this might seem weird, but this is just a tip that I I find really helps is I always look up where there is natural wine in a city. And then typically that area is going to be like the more hip, cool restaurants, you know, more of the localized scene, at least in my, in my opinion. So like whenever, you know, I go to Nashville or I went to Charleston, like I looked up the natural wine bars so that I can like see in relation to where everything else is, like what is that area or neighborhood? So that's all to say, I love natural wine. I love the taste of it. We love orange wine. We're going into orange wine season for summer, very chuggable. And if you want to learn more about natural wine, I would follow Masavino, please. She's my favorite natural wine influencer. She has a TikTok, Instagram. She's fan-fucking-tastic. Okay, another thing I made my personality trait, and I already mentioned again, Ramakube. <laughs> so I've been playing Ramakube since I was a little girl. It's like an old Jewish grandma game, but I have I, it's the only board game I like and that I'm good at. So that's the only one I play. That and Cards Against Humanity. Those are the only two games I, I will ever play. And I love Ramakube so much that I started a, a club here in LA that we do through Camper. We do Ramakube every single month at a new cool spot in LA. And it's been an amazing way to bring people together. And I also just didn't even know that there was that that many young people that played Rubicube. I post on TikTok being like, does anyone know how to play Rubicube? But so many people do. And that makes me so happy because a lot of them learned from their grandmas or learned from their families. And so this feels like this really embedded family tradition game. And I highly encourage everyone to play it. It's so delightful and fun. And yeah, something about Rama Cube, you know, whenever I travel, I always bring Rama Cube as well. Like Ben and I will play when we're at a, a wine bar, or we're at, you know, a cafe or something. If we're traveling and just have like a couple hours to kill or want to sit and like not be on our phones or even, you know, still talk to one another, but feel like we're doing something that's not digital or that's analog. That's where Rama Cube comes in. It just feels so peaceful. 
it really, it's again, it feels like the same thing as the silent walks. Like it just feels so like your brain kind of just flows. I don't know. I'm, I'm into it guys. All right. Another thing that I made my personality trait is matching sets. I first became obsessed with matching sets because of sweatsuits when that they kind of boomed in the pandemic era. I was a sweatsuit queen. I love being cozy. I love being comfy. I love oversized things. I don't like things to be tight. And that lent itself very well to sweatsuits. And I would wear them in the summer and I was schwitzing all the time and I didn't care because I just wanted to be comfortable all the time. Fast forward to today, I'm not as big on sweatsuits anymore, but I'm really still into matching sets. And they can be more like flowy. They don't have to be you know, uh, heavier fabric. They can be linens. They can be silk. Like I, if I am online shopping, I always, 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 always without fail, go to the section that says sets always. I don't even look at anything else literally. So that's been my go-to. That's been my, like my style is just always matching. And I'm so happy that trend is like still a thing because it fits my personality and my vibe completely right. And that kind of leads me into my next one is like me being a neutral queen. So my personality is very, (laughs) it's very loud and vibrant and colorful in personality. So therefore everything around me aesthetically needs to be neutral so that my personality can shine (laughs) is how I like to see see it. But yeah, I'm allergic to color. I don't know what it is. I've tried to like have little pops of color here and there and I just, I can't do it. I need everything to be Jenny Kane, neutral, just like whites, creams. We just, I want it to feel like a landscape, like just be like, just, oh, I want to, I want to feel like walking in my house is like a deep breath. Again, we're trying to get to this like peaceful, restorative, there's no... You know, there's no maximalist here. We're all, we're minimalist. We're minimalist because the maximalist is in the head, okay? My brain is maximalist. Everything else needs to be minimalist or else I'll go fucking insane. So neutral queen is is something that I've made my personality trait. And then lastly, you all know this, romance novels. So I don't know if I've told the story of how I started reading romance novels. I'm sure if you've been listening to OK Sis since 2020, when I started reading romance novels, you've heard of this. But it all started in the pandemic. I read uh, The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. And it was so funny because I was such a pretentious little hoe before. And I would only read literary fiction, similar to my sister Scoutala. And I, I never thought that reading was like, supposed to be obviously I thought it was entertaining and I really loved the books I read but I never thought it was like something I would crave and love and just do instead of watching tv if that makes sense so I read this book The Hating Game by Sally Thorne if you read it, then you know. It's not even that spicy. And when Sally Thorne was on OKSIS podcast, you can listen to that episode with her. I tell her this, like I I just was appalled. I was in awe and shock and and in love with all the like pornographic scenes. I was just like, what? What? Like, this is what we're reading? And I was so, so into it. Like, I just was, I felt so empowered, even though it was like kind of cheesy. I, it was such a light read. It was easy. And I just 
really loved it. And, and I, I don't know, I kind of just fell in love with the genre and I, I didn't like that in the past I might've judged people for that genre and it's really dumb. So now I've made a whole 180 and I'm like, every woman needs to read romance novels. It like taps you into something sexually, uh, just like with confidence, love stories. It's just, I, if you don't read romance novels yet, also, it's it's pretty mainstream, which I'm so happy about. So that's that's been really nice. But I posted on TikTok saying, if you're looking for an alternative to porn, read The Handy Game by Sally Thorne. And that went completely viral, of course, because I said the word porn. And then after that, like every video I posted, because then I was like, oh, wow, I should start reading romance novels. And then I just got so addicted. And then I was posting all these TikToks and it kind of went viral. And now we're where we are now, which is uh, me being the romance novel enthusiast and recommender that you all love and know today. Okay. Wow. That was fun. That was really fun. I really encourage everyone to sit down and, and write down like things I've made my personality trait. It's also a really good like branding exercise. I don't know. Cause like, these are the things that I talk about time and time again that I won't shut the fuck up about. And so obviously they mean a lot to me and they're things that I want to share with people. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I sure did. I sure love you. And if you need to like rewind and listen to that part of me, like screaming at you that you're worthy, feel free to like screen record that and make it your ringtone because everyone needs to remember that. I'm definitely going to go back and listen to that because that was like equally for me as, as much as it was for you. But let's try that guys this weekend. Let's try to just like, dare I say, be nice to ourselves. Like dare I say it? Anyways, I love you and I'll see you next week. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.